0: Okay, welcome to another edition of A Personal Trainer's Guide to Wealth Creation. I'm joined with my good friend and business colleague, superstar
1: to the galaxy, Mr. Brad Shepard. G'day ladies and gentlemen, great to be uh, with you on this podcast today. What
0: we're going to be talking about is a very important topic, like all the topics we talk about, uh, in relation to building your business, getting clients through the door, and this one's one of those ones that can be right underneath our noses. And it's, um, we're talking about how to reactivate past clients. Now, for most people, what they do, they spend all their time trying to find the new clients. And uh, a couple of things, they can forget about their current clients who are paying the bill. So customer care, service is not great. And then secondly, if a client stops training with them, or well, that business or using that service, and they, uh, they just fall off the radar. So we're going to look at that today. And, you know, my experience and Brad's experience, we'll share our own individual stories about success we've had with it, is that over the course of a year, uh, you know, you can really increase your profit by reactivating clients that have maybe dropped off uh, off the planet a bit. So that's, that's what we am going to talk about today. And if you haven't, uh, if you're not doing this, this is definitely vital in any business uh, to be able to make sure you're following up clients that are um, no longer training with you.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a very valid point you make there, Jase, because what we see, you know, we've chatted to thousands of trainers across the country the last seven years, and unanimously what we hear is that for many people, they do not have a follow-up system or a follow-up process for clients that have originally been on board and have stopped. Or if they have, it's it's as good as this. They, clients stop for whatever reason. Maybe sometime later they've thought about it, flicked the odd SMS, maybe not got a response, maybe tried to get put a phone call through, there's, there's been no return of message and then that's been the end of the relationship, full stop. And so that, you know, from our perspective, that, that's a concern because that, that to me is not a follow-up system, you know, that's just throwing something out there, hoping for the best and, you know, it's like throwing a fishing line in and hoping that something's going to bite on it, you know. Yeah. So really what we're talking about today is a strategy behind doing this.
0: When we look at when we when we sit down with uh, our students and our clients and we, we map out their overall business success or their blueprint and this is one of the areas we look at. So like Brad said, you you can't just do it when you think about it or you have a you know you wake up and want to go, oh you know, I really should go and contact some of my past clients. It's it's too late then. It's 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 good that you do it, but it's got to be done so at the start of every year, you know exactly there is your business that you need to focus on when it's happening. So this is another system. You know, when people talk about systems, they just throw that word around. I don't think they really understand what they are. This is the system in your business that is supposed to make your business more profitable, more successful, and, and, and have a really good service. So at the start of the year, you need to know, okay, when exactly am I going to do a follow-up with past clients? You know, Every month, it needs to be in the calendar. It needs to be planned out. But it needs to be planned out before you start the year. So some real key areas of all the business that we sit down, all of our coaches nut out with our trainers. So there's no guesswork, you know, exactly what areas you'd be focusing on. So I guess that's an overview of, you know, in a sense of what your business needs to contain. With this reactivation system, that's exactly what needs to happen. So every month you need to be clear on who am I going to call? Uh, how long were they with me for? do I know why they left? Sometimes we pick trainers have got no idea why some of their trainers stop training. They just go, I oh, don't know, they just stopped training. Yeah. And they start to assume. So, you know, a couple of things. If a client does finish up with you, you've got to do your homework. You know, make sure you find out what was the reasons why did they stop training with you. Record that information somewhere in that client's file or on your CRM system, whatever you use to track that information. Yeah. So then you can recall when you actually go and follow up with them, what was, you know, has that situation changed for them? Maybe they had a job change. Maybe they were, it was an income issue. Any of those things need to be recorded, and Brad and I talk about it all the time. You know,
1: Without this information,
0: stats, and figures, you, you're really just guessing a lot of time in your business.
1: Yeah, 100%. To back that up, like Jason said, <clears throat> if you've got any sort of format to put that in, even something like Survey Monkey can be as simple as a, a five to eight question tick and flick for people, a place to put comments. No doubt if someone finishes up with you, just make it part of your procedure. It's like the, the exit process. All right, will you finish it up with us? All right, there's one step we need to take just before we put you on hold or whatever we do, we just need to get you to fill out this uh, bit of documentation. You're just going to be asking them what's their reason for stopping. They might have verbalized that, but it's really good to put that down. Then you're going to ask for some bits of feedback, et cetera. The other thing about this is that if you want some motivation for doing this, if you're you know, thinking, all right, is this just another thing that I have to do in my business, I'll, I'll give you a strategy on how you can work out some financial motivation around this. So take a time period, let's say the last three months, six months, nine months or 12 months, and list out every single client that was training with you that uh, has now stopped and then list out the dollar value to what they were paying you prior to stopping. So let's say you had a, a whole bunch of clients and you figured out that there was you know, 13 clients and I'm just plucking this figure out of the air, 13 clients and the average spend of those clients was roughly $100 a week and I'm using nice round figures here. So mathematically, you just figured out that, hold on, you've had $1,300 a week stopped in your business. And, you know, if you want the motivation for it, there it is there. You go, there's my financial target. All right, now, some of those might be just total conditions. You might have had a client that moved away interstate, overseas, or whatever, and that's something you could do nothing about. However, there might be some of those clients that put it on hold for for various other reasons, and they're just sitting there waiting to come back. So my question to you is, what percentage of that $1,300 a week or greater, could you possibly claw back? You know, you might go. Look, if I was to even receive a third of that, I would be super pumped. Or even ten percent of it, you know. So it gives you a bit of an idea on how you can start to strategize this this area. Yeah. Once again, you you're probably picking up already. If you've if
0: you've gone through this experience, you're
1: probably going, Oh yeah,
0: God. And it's a lot of it's the mindset. Like a lot of people, they, they lose the client, and um, maybe they get bummed out, but disappointed, and that really then affects their thinking about um, what next. And it doesn't have to be the end, end of the road if a client leaves, but too often I've experienced in my early career in business and we're trying to oh, you know, his clients have left and you know, they're all bummed out and deflated. And that then really does affect your decision making. So, you know, it should be a, a an opportunity to go, okay, they're leaving. However, my objective from here on is, is at some point get them back on board. So... You know, things change, for people, things happen in life, that's just that's part of doing business, uh, that's just what happens. The real thing is, what do you take control of? So, feeling like a victim in it, that doesn't make you make really empowering decisions or it doesn't help your creativity, but if you feel like it's an opportunity to have a, a system in place, which we call the reactivation client system, then that's gonna make you feel, you know, I guess more empowered. And Like Brad said, it doesn't take much, you can then get some money back. Um, the other thing from a customer care sort of point of view, from the client's point of view, is go imagine, you know, you think about yourself. How many services have you used, or you know, uh, programs, or whatever it is that you've invested in to, to, that you've stopped for some reason? And how many of those actual services have done a follow up job to see how you're doing just because they were interested in finding out how you were doing? And I'd say not many. So imagine you leave, and a month's time, there's a letter that gets sent out going, Hey, hope everything's going well, hope you're fantastic. You're not actually asking about coming back and doing business you're just showing that you actually care enough about that person to do that follow-up. Mm. It sen- That sends an ingrained message to that uh, old client that, you know, hey, this, this person actually did really care about having me as a client and as a person. And I guarantee you that when the time's right, you're the first person they're going to call, so you're actually securing that for the long term.
1: Mm. Yeah, so that letter in the mail is, is an example of just one of these tools that you could use. And the other thing, you know, the... the you know, the most basic format of this, and we encourage you to do this, is the jump on the phone. And, you know, the, the pr- approach we would use when we were running our PT business was very simple. I would, you know, I tenaciously pursue people to become a client of ours, right? From If someone had never been a client before, I would have a strategy in place to go, look, we used, I guess what I call the bulldog approach. It goes, I would continue to call someone to have conversations and people say, how many times sh- should I call before I stop calling? Well, Look, at some point in time, you're probably going to get a clear message until someone physically tells you to stop calling. But when someone's given you some sort of indication that they might be interested, hey, five, six, seven, eight calls, follow-ups, emails, SMSs and all that sort of stuff, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that's too much. Uh, I would say that's providing a good service and tenaciously following somebody up. If we get to that point, we've done, we've done our very best and they're still not interested, hey, there's, there's probably a good chance that they might not um, come on board right now anyway, but they can still stay in your email follow-up sequence and, and so forth. However, you've tenaciously pursued them to become a client. Now, I would use the same approach to get them back on so they've stopped. And I go, well, I'm not just going to throw out one phone call and hope for the best, throw out one letter, what I'm going to do is tenaciously follow that up, up to become a client again. So, you know, I would pick up the phone, I would speak to them and this is, this is what happened with us in our PT business and you might have experienced this yourself. You've spoken to them and they're like, oh, yeah, look, Brad, thanks for the call. Look, I have been thinking about you guys. Um, look, I, I do need to get back into something. However, it's just still not good timing for me and I'd, I'd then speak to them and I'd put on my consultant hat and it'd be less about going, look, give me a definite answer and I'd be more about going, well, tell me what's going on. Oh, well, the response might be, well, look, I, am, I have got a bit of travel with work. That's going on for the next two weeks. And then we are going to be, you know, moving office the week after that. So probably about three weeks' time, my, my schedule starts to clear up. And what I'd be doing during that conversation, I'd be pulling out my diary and my calendar. And I'll be going, okay, so what you're telling me is three weeks' time, which gets us to the 17th of March, thereabouts, the week commencing there. That sounds right. And they'll be going, yep, I'll be getting some verbal confirmation. All right, well, look, what would you like me to do? Where where do we go to from here? Do you want me to follow you up on that week? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, look, I I definitely need to do something. I am keen. And so I would lock it in. All right, what I'm going to do, I'm going to call you on that particular Monday at 10 a.m. Is that a good time for you? Yep. Again, we get verbal confirmation. So I've locked it in and then three weeks' time, and you know how quickly three weeks can roll past, boom, that time comes around, you make the phone call, and what the experience that I had is that they were wrapped for me to be calling them. And, but it might take me a couple of those goes to, to get someone there in the first instance, but I would tenaciously do it and commit to it, and that can be the roadblock for me, people, just that whole thing of going, not picking up the phone and not making the call, and you, you really got it's, it's really got to be a, a simple process. It's a conversation. They've already been your client. You've already got a relationship there, you know, there's not some sort of magical, amazing reactivation script that you're going to razzle and dazzle them with. You're just it up to see how they're going, you know?
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a thing that we get asked. It's like, well, you know, what do you say? And I well, you start with hello, you start with, that's a good start. And like Brad so it doesn't have to be awkward. These people have been a client. And I think what makes it awkward is, is us, you know, like you, we put pressure on ourselves. We start then going to, oh, I'm just ringing up to get money from these people and that's what they're going to think. Well. If, if that's what you are thinking, then that, that is an issue. You know, you are there to do a good job. You are there. You're, you're in business. They know you're in business. They know what you do is a good service, just as long as you do provide a good service. And they didn't leave because you, you have a crap service. But if you have a good service and you did well, they enjoy the experience and for whatever reason they left. It doesn't have to be awkward. You're simply ringing up because you've got some spots available. You've got some uh, openings there in your time schedule. And you were thinking about them. Being a past client, they're the first ones that popped into your mind, rather than trying to go out and find new clients that they don't have a relationship with, you're Mm. thinking, hey, I'll give John a call and see if he's interested in coming back. It's a normal thing to do. Mm. That's what you do for a living. Uh, On the other hand, if we wait for those people to get around to calling us, then it probably won't happen, or it'll happen a lot slower. So I've lost count amount of times I have called somebody, and they're going, man, I've I've been meaning to call you for the last three weeks, but of course... Like all of us, so we can get busy. It might not be the number one priority. So mm. it's us, like Brad said, calling them, and they'll be thankful for that. So Brad's right, there's no magical script. Uh, people ask me, and say, just be natural, just ring up, say, G'day, how's it going? How's your fitness going? You know, when you left, these are some of the challenges Has that changed for you. And look at the end, just be front, straight up and go, Look, we've got some openings, we've got some spots available, PT instead of going out and spending all this money on expensive marketing and all that kind of stuff, I thought, you know what, why not just ring our past clients, you know, you love the service, it was great, and here I am ringing you asking you, would you like to come back and be a client of ours again? Mm. You know, you don't have to necessarily do all this dealing and special offers and discount, like most people go straight to that point, just ask them, would you like to come back and be a client again? Mm. They'll tell you yes or no. Yep,
1: yep, absolutely, and again, you know, it's, it's back to this thing about having that conversation, and also, you know, just just reminiscing on, on what they were what they originally come to you for. So you can, you've that no, no, you've got some sort of history on them, some sort of background. Look, you know, remember when you first come to us and you had this goal in mind? We got you to run that fun run, and we did this and we did that. Look. You know, it sounds like you've been absolutely flat out in your life, and I, I get that. However, look, let's just fo- see if we can find a way to get some of that stuff back. I mean, you you know, you really love that, and what I found is that those combos really you know they really got people thinking. And over the course of our uh, business at we have many many clients who, for whatever reason, would had stopped, come back they've had have babies, their work would get challenging. All sorts of things would happen for a reason for, for someone to put things on hold. But we would, you know, tenaciously make sure we got those people back.
0: The way that I, I, I describe this, because, you know, like I said we can get caught up in thinking we're just selling the people or taking their money. That's and If that's your thinking, it's going to go south for you. It's going to be hard. I said, what, what are you trying to achieve out there? What's your mission in life with your business? What, what are you actually trying to do? You're trying to help people improve the quality of their life, their health. Um, you know, get weight loss results, get more confidence. We, you know, this is what we really do. We're not personal trainers. We actually help change people's lives. We we solve problems for people in an area that they're struggling with. However, you cannot fulfill your mission if you're not prepared to pick up a phone, if you're not prepared to promote yourself, if you're not prepared to put yourself out there. You can't do what you do effectively unless you are prepared to do that. So there's no point sitting around being the best-kept secret, you've got to get out there and tell the world that you've got something special to offer. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you do have something special to offer, and the only thing that's getting in your way at the moment is you and some of these maybe limiting beliefs or self-talk. So you can't think about it as just trying to get another client back on board. It's a bigger bigger, bigger idea than that. The idea is that you're just trying to do something special and unique, and you're trying to help people. In return for that, you get a fee. That's a fair exchange. So you're going to help somebody get a goal that they want, that they achieve, and in return, you're going to get rewarded for that. And whatever that reward is for you, based on your price structure, that's an agreement that comes between two people. So, you have the right to ask, and someone has the right to say no, or no, it's not the right time, or whatever. And then, like Brad's the king at, just then follow up with that. Just go, okay, if now's not the right time, when is the right time? Can you see it happening in a, in a month's time, or two months time, or can I ask why you wouldn't be prepared to come back? Don't be afraid to ask the questions. You know, The more information you know, the better. If you leave it just at the first no because you're starting to feel a bit awkward, mm. then you don't know. You can't solve an issue or problem. People don't openly go and tell you their whole life story or what's going on because sometimes you haven't asked.
1: Mm. Yep, absolutely. And also, um, I would also ask people straight up. If someone was stalling a little bit, I'd just say straight up, look, Jace. Do you actually just just give me a yes or no answer? Because remember, you've got the relationship with them. Do you want me to call you back in a month? You know, mm. just yes or no. And I'll be cool if you don't want me to keep following you up. But you know, and so you're just putting it back to them and, and giving them the chance to. But maybe they're looking for some type of an escape. And hey, quite possibly they've decided that they're, they're never ever going to train with you again for whatever reason. And they're on the phone to you, and for some reason. You've already got a bit of a relationship, so, you know, they might not want to hurt your feelings or not know how to say it to you. If you just be straight up with them, just go, man, what I'm looking for is a straight answer. I will follow you up in a month like you indicated. However, I just want to know, yes or no, do you want me to follow up? Because if you don't, that's all cool and I won't be offended by it, but just let me know. Mm. Um, but we don't want to let the psychology you know, behind this get in the way with you making the calls in the first place. So how do you do it? Well, you've got to lock it into the calendar. That's the most important bit. Have a schedule. However you run, Google Calendar, whatever you do, block out some time to do that. The letter in the mail is a great one. We've got some templated letters. Those of you who are already on our coaching and mentoring programs, all you've got to do is jump onto our business building website, which houses all of our intellectual property, our documents, our templates, our spreadsheets, our audios, webinars, etc. And you can grab that sort of stuff there and just plug it straight into your business, so you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Um, next thing is, you know, another technique is sending, you know, random cards. And you know, cards are a really cool way to connect with people. They're very different, so you can just say send a random card, I.e. along the lines of "I'm thinking of you," or you can have some type of letterhead, some type of special thing done up under your business, just been thinking about you and how things are going. Or birthday cards, which no doubt are going to fall uh, also under your customer care system. But once someone finishes up as a client with you, it's not like, all right, I'm going to can this person all together. Let's think about and remember the birthdays and all that sort of stuff and gives you another touch point with that person. And um, you know, just thinking about ways that we could get stuff out to them in the mail that's a little bit different, where that puts you as front of mind as well. Also one that we used was an article of relevance, so we used to actually, you know, back in the day, <laughs> this is the way we'd do it, I'd actually photocopy an article out of, a, out of a fitness mag or something that I thought that was relevant to that particular client, and it'd just be as simple as that, and I would, you know, photocopy it, black and white photocopy paper, I would fold it up, put it in an envelope, put a little post-it note on, on it, um, Jace just, just speaking of you, and thought this article might be of relevance send it out in the mail. Obviously, you know, in today's world, there's different ways that you can do it, but it can be as simple as that. And then what I'd do is I'd send it out, make sure that a few days later, I'd follow that up with a phone call just to make sure that they received that was a talking point, point of conversation, etc. It's back to that thing, you know, people do don't care how much you know until you know, they know how much you care about them. And
0: you know, Brad's right, you know, with this modern day technology, like you'll listen to a podcast now, uh, you know, if you're doing great stuff on, you know, tips, hints, uh, you know, new stuff, you're learning stuff that can be a benefit for them. You know, it's important that you know they stay on your database, or you have a database, or you have a newsletter that goes out, or you know, weekly tips, t- uh, tips and hints, and all that stuff, a uh, YouTube channel, anything that um, you know people can follow you, regardless if they're a client or not. And that's the way you do stay connected, especially in the modern era, in the modern world. You know can be SMSs so you know like you've got um, your current clients that receive certain SMSs and then you can have your past clients and then go on to another list and they receive you know it's maybe not every week maybe it's fortnightly uh, SMS hits and tips you know like it's it's so easy and so inexpensive so these people always on the front of mind and you know you're just doing that because you know you care and it's something that you're trying to fulfill like that mission I was talking about you know you don't just drop the ball because someone's you know, not a client anymore. You pack up your stuff and you go home. It's like, no, well, I'm still passionate. The day I met you, the day you become a client, you're still as important to me as that day. Mm. Uh, I'm investing in you now even though you're not with a client, as a client of mine, regardless if you come back or not because I have something to share. I have something to say. And I'm passionate about helping people transform. If that's from our email newsletters, our video hints and tips, our podcast, mm. you know, we don't care. The bigger mission is that we stay connected and add value to your life. Mm.
1: Pull out your iPhone, you know, shoot shoot yourself a little 10, 15, 20 second clip, you know, straight to that client and different than sending an SMS. It's back to this thing. It's better to be different than it is to be better. So if everyone else is sending out SMSs and jumping on the phone, what could you do that's a little bit different? Pull out your iPhone, shoot a little video, direct to that client. G'day Jenny, look, it's been a while since we connected, at least a month. Um, I'm am just shooting you this message today. But, you know, I'm thinking about you. You've got yourself in your gym or your PT studio, wherever. As you can see, look, we're still here. The place is still here. I'd love to get you back down, and you know, more importantly, I just want to see how you're going. So let us know. Boom. That's the end. Send the video to them. It can be that simple. If there was, you know, if there was nothing else that you did today, if you, you know, took several bits we've spoken about on this podcast, however. If there's nothing else. You just did that one thing. Just think what a difference it could make to those people's day. The other bit is when you're speaking to somebody on the phone, always take, use the opportunity to be able to ask for a referral. So you've got someone there, they're sitting right, they're right in front of you and what I mean by right in front of you, If you've got them there, they're, they're hot, they're, they're conversing. If for some reason they, um, if for some reason you know, they're not ready, hey, ask for the referral and we can dig into the depths of that, you know. So we'll get them to think about it, who might be an appropriate fit, all the rest of it, you know. Because, they're, you know, if they really genuinely want to help you and your business out, they'll, they'll put some thought into it.
0: Some of these, uh, you know, some of, you listen to this podcast, some of these areas uh, that you are here and you look like and you, you like what we have to offer and talk about. Well, the, th- the thing that we're really passionate about when you're talking about, what, what your mission is. is Our our uh, mission at Create PT Wealth is really to help educate as many fitness professionals as we can. So it's about giving them the guidance, the, tour, the the education, the knowledge, the support to really make sure that you've got the best chance of running a successful business. And that then ripple effects all the stuff that we've been talking about and then translates onto your clients, making a bigger difference out there, having a bigger difference for your life, your family, all your wants, desires, all gets taken care of. So. Look, there's a couple of ways that we educate people. You can get our best number one best-selling book, Personal Trainer's Guide to Wealth Creation. You can go to createptwealth.com.au and you can find all our resources on that page. You know, if you wanted to speak to one of our consultants and get a free business analysis to, you know, to check in and see, am I really on track? How am I going? How how could I do things better, you know? Um You might be sitting there going, I'm just starting to get into this stuff, but marketing and sales, it doesn't really excite me. I know I need to do it, but it's not something I want to do. I'd rather spend my time doing the technical stuff. Well, you know, if you're thinking that, then that's an opportunity for you to change, It's to take the first step. Because Brad and I say, marketing and sales didn't really excite us at the start, but what does excite us is what it gives you. You It gave us a chance to have a better lifestyle, to help more people. Go on holidays when you want. Get paid if you're not working. You know, employ other people so you provide job opportunities. Some of that stuff can seem big and scary at the start, but really what I'm suggesting is you just make one small step towards investing in your education about building a business. If you want to stay in you want in this industry and you want to help people, it's going to be vital at some stage that you educate yourself in these areas. Well, that's it for me.
1: And that's it for me.
0: Hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Uh, You know, we'll be doing these hard and fast, and they'll be coming at you all year round. So I hope you're enjoying them, and uh, we certainly enjoy giving this content information uh, that's taken us many years to acquire. So uh, that's it from us today, and uh, catch us on the next podcast. Ciao for now.